You know what else is all right? Vinyl Verdict, the show where friends become family. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, sure. Where friends become family. Uh, this week we're talking about my pick, Yeji EP1 plus EP2. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be surprised. It is a combination of the first EP and the second EP wow. by Yeji. Uh, Yeji is the Brooklyn-based Korean-American singer-slash-DJ that you probably haven't heard of, but someone you should probably keep your eye on because even with a pretty limited release library, she's been blowing up the indie house and hip-hop music scene with her vibey, mellow dance music, which is kind of a weird combo, mm. uh, and it is. It, it's a pretty weird combo, but most all of her songs uh, are a mix of Korean and English, mm-hmm. but even if you don't speak Korean, I feel like it flows between the languages like so well sure. that I feel like I understand what she's trying to say or like emote which is very interesting. Like, I don't really listen to a whole lot of um, songs in foreign languages. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, so it was, I liked this kind of vibe where you're, like, listening to it and you understand the words, and then you don't really realize that you no longer understand the words. You're just, like, still vibing and, like, yeah. in that same moment yeah, or feeling. Yeah, the melody is, yeah. You're picking up on the melody, yeah. I listen to a lot of, like, Japanese city pop. Yeah, I was going to say city pop. Yeah, I'm into that, too. Yeah, I just do that with Alex Clark when we were doing the Lucid review. Oh, he had yeah, on this, yeah, like, yeah. Japanese city pop music, and I was like, dang, this bangs. <laughs> yeah, it's good yeah, stuff. Oh, it's good, yeah. yeah. Really good. That, so uh, that record store I bought that bootleg from in Japan sells a lot of city pop, if you're interested. Oh, in that shit. makes sense. Yeah. That is their music. Yeah. Uh, the shipping is reasonable. <laughs> Yeji is pretty new to the scene, with her first single only being released in 2016, mm-hmm. and EP1 and EP2 be both releasing in 2017, and her only full mixtape or album is What We Drew, which released in 2020. She's released some singles. They're good. Uh, pretty limited, though. It's like remixes and stuff like that. But even with this limited library, she's on BBC's Sounds of 2018 list and performed at Coachella that same year. Oh, so, cool. like, she only has... You know, especially by 2018, maybe a dozen songs. Wow. But still performing at Coachella on these lists, blowing up the scene. And outside of music, she has a YouTube channel, which is very adorable. It's like little life vlogs and stuff like that. It's all like just little vibey music she makes and scenery of what she's doing. And she just opened a store called G-Mart. What does she sell in G-Mart? Like clothes. She sells stuffed animals. Oh, cool. And I'm very jealous that I don't live in New York because it, online it like sold out immediately. Of course it did. Uh, sure and she just has a physical store. But. Should have got Dan to pick you up some. Oh. Yeah. Next time. Like Dan, if you're listening to this and you're still in New York for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, come back. We miss you. Second of all, pick me up something from Gmart. Uh, yeah, because it's very jealous. The album itself, like I said, is aptly named EP1 and EP2. Uh, what is interesting, though, is side A is EP2 and side B is EP1. It's oh, okay. Based, I won't get into whether I like it or not yet, but that actually tracks very well with me personally. Yes. Yeah, EP2 I, is stronger. Find, yeah. Yeah, we, we can admit this. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, right. yeah, EP2, EP2 is, is way stronger. Yeah, it, it, like, like in comparison to EP1, EP2 yeah. is a far better uh, listen. Yeah, yeah and it, it did confuse me a little bit because uh, I'm going to talk about the record pretty quick here, but instead sure. of at the end. But uh, the record label is not super clear on the record itself, so I like, put it on, and I was like, I thought... Okay, and I like flipped it over. Yeah. I'm like, no. Oh, is it okay. one of those ones where it says on the obverse side, it, it like the label is for both sides? No, it's because it has a like, like a big A and a big one. And oh. I was like, oh, okay. In my head, I was like side one, and I like, put it on. I'm like B. Is that? Oh, is this actually not? It didn't say B. It says EP. Oh, so this is EP two. But I'm oh. like, no. It's <laughs> so I like didn't know which way to put it. Uh, so speaking of the record, it's got on the front a very ethereal that's Yeji cool oh this, okay like, that is the cool front okay i love peach tones i love the artwork yeah it's super cool well, is it like braille or it's something? got dots all over it, like little hexagons oh, okay it's very like early 2000s it kind of reminds me of, of like a, a few yeah. retro future sure. but like not too retro 
And the back is a blurry photo of her and more dots. I like and all the writing and stuff. I actually really like the back. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I have VIP number six. Exclusive? Yeah. Yes, I have number 649 of the Violently Please edition. Oh, okay. Oh, That's where you okay, got okay. It. I was yeah. going to ask yeah. if you so had to like, order I was her stoked when this came out because I love Yeji and I subscribed to Violently Please for some reason. And I was like, heck yeah, like what? actual vinyls that I want. Like insane. They're, that's like, it sucks Ooh, because I wish nice. I could stay subscribed it's just sometimes they have stuff that i've already got yeah. and so i don't like paying the 50 bucks for like another copy of 36 chambers or whatever or something you don't really want i had like I three actually, months in a row of yeah, I think I do just store credit so i was like i gotta yeah. stop yeah. yeah exactly but they do have some crazy good like surprisingly amazing releases sometimes that you just can't get anywhere else mm-hmm. well dang <laughs> not not 36 chambers you can get that anywhere <laughs> uh in the record itself we have a poster oh i so love posters one is like a bunch oh. of dots like again uh, <laughs> i don't know it's like pointillism of her what face. it's yeah trying to make is that, what that's, is that what that's called i think it's pointillism let me check i don't see a face but ploof does maybe it's like one of those magic 3d Do you posters seriously not see a face her oh, glasses it, are on the left on the top it's there the, it's the portrait yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just done as dots I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not enhanced enough to see it, I guess. Can't see pointillism? Yeah, well, it is well, pointillism. Well, look at it from like further away. I can't. Uh, my arms are only so long. On the other side, <laughs> <laughs> we have another very ethereal photo of Yeji. It's kind of like the back. Kind of like kinda, yelling kinda into like the, the void. But there's someone else. Because sure. I can see a chest above Yeji's head. Yeah, there's yeah, there's the, I can find there. chests in any photo. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, and then there's like a, just some like a message to the reader to talk about how the making of the album. Oh, and nice. what sides and everything like that. So that's cool. pretty cool. Definitely a very vibey um, inner sleeve that kind of matches the outside and everything like that. Sure. Anyone including a poster automatically gets bonus points. Heck yeah. Like, like my copy of Dark Side of the Moon comes with a poster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic, and then the jacket yeah. itself, we got yellow on one side. And then uh, I thought it was a Jedi, but it is an umbrella. Oh, yeah. Someone I under see. an umbrella. I see how you can Ella. think it's a lightsaber. <laughs> it definitely looks like yeah. a, a lightsaber. And then we have the record itself, which is blue. Oh, it's translucent. Translucent yeah. blue. So we have A, and then we have EP2. It's got some And on this on. side, uh, B, but there is no B. I think maybe that's where the confusion came from. Okay. It doesn't say B, so I was like, oh, yeah, the, what is this supposed all, to be? It doesn't EP1. always. Like, if Usually if there's one side listed on one oh, side, they don't always on list on the other side. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, but it doesn't have a B. No, that's EP. No, no, look, it's the black dots. It makes it be. Oh, see. Ah. Holy smokes, dude. This is <laughs> this has got layers. <laughs> Viewer, you can't see it, but maybe look it up because uh, you'll see if either I'm just very dumb uh, or if Jamie is just so enhanced, he can see everything. <laughs> it helps that I'm sitting like, 50, like yeah, 10 feet away from Yeah, one of those things where you got to yeah. see it. This is a really big room. He's like 20 feet away from yeah. me. Yeah. And then Ploof is 20 feet away from if Jamie. If you've ever seen like Putin's long-ass desk, that's basically <laughs> what I have, except it takes up the entire living room. Yeah, Jamie doesn't want to sit next to us. Ploof and I are shoulder to shoulder. And then Jamie <laughs> is very far away. Jamie's the Putin of the bunch. Uh, um, but yeah, what were you guys' initial thoughts uh, of the album? Well, listening to EP1, I was not super interested after a few songs. EP2 is definitely a lot stronger. I still don't think it's entirely for me, but I do like a lot of parts of it. Um, it's weird. I kind of describe it as like lo-fi blitzball music. If they took, <laughs> if they took away the, <laughs> if they changed the like guitar with uh, like a synth or something, because sure. mm-hmm. there's a lot of that like single tone in the background, um, and there's a lot of like synth, and it just it's very uh, I almost underwater. 
yeah, sounding sometimes. Yeah, so it reminds me of like the old. I couldn't figure it out for the longest time while listening to it. And I'm like, it's like the f- blitzball music from FF10, <laughs> except no, yeah, no like screaming guitar or whatever. There's a lot of two note chords. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they alternate. Um, my only so. I, the songs I like are the ones where she sings more than like talks or chants. Mm. Yes. Because that's kind of my only problem. EP1 has a lot of just talking ones. Yeah, and yes. I don't like it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and I don't like it. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to edit like, out that. All right. It's, it's like the one thing. I actually really like her voice when she sings, but when she's just talking or whatever, she just sounds bored. Mm. And it's like... Cool. It, it. I don't know. That was my only yes. issue. But those um, songs really dragged it down for me. They, they kind of. She kind of has like a like a melancholy tone on the sure. EP one, and then EP two has a little bit more upbeat tone yeah. to it. Um, um, it is definitely not for me. Um, although I did enjoy EP two a heck of a lot more than I enjoyed EP one. It's much stronger. Yeah. Much much stronger. Yeah. Which is crazy that they were the same year. Like, I think EP1 was March and EP2 was Yeah, November. they came out in the same year. So yeah. it's like, wow, there was quite a bit of growth in yeah. that yes. short amount of time. Uh, but I do feel like they do kind of have certain moods between if, the two. If you look on Spotify, the plays for EP2 are in her top five. Mm-hmm. And the plays for Yeji are not even in the top five. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, even so EP1 is uh, self-titled. Yes, uh, it's, it's the, just called Yeji. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm still pretty torn because like the songs I like, I really do like them, um, and then the ones I don't, I'm like, oh god, please just stop. <laughs> but uh, I like the backing track in most of them. I find they overuse. Well, it makes sense for the scene they're going for, but I find they overuse the bass just a little uh, bit too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair. Uh, a, a couple tracks specifically that we can get into later, where it's just like really driving bass, and it's like add anything more to this, please, just a couple more layers, and I would like this so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I have pretty mixed thoughts on it overall, but the positive is very positive. I'll mm-hmm. put it that way. Um, why'd you pick it? Uh, so I started listening to Yeji probably in 2020. Uh, I listened to the single One More, and I don't remember how I stumbled across it. Like it's probably in a Spotify playlist or Shuffle or whatever like that. Uh, but like really quickly, I was like, "Holy, this is like the scene I like." It's when I started. Uh, experimenting with enhancing and stuff like that during co- COVID and quarantine and all that stuff. So it was mm-hmm. like really getting into club music and like that's when I discovered George Clanton and stuff like that oh, yeah. as well. Oh, okay. So I was really in that kind of zone of music. Yeah. And um, when I kind of started listening to the rest of it, I was like, holy, uh, this is awesome. Like again, yeah. it's really where my head was at and maybe even still is that. So when I was on Violently Pleased and saw this pop up, I was like, I need to grab it. I don't remember how much I paid for it. I know it wasn't like super expensive. They're often like 30 bucks on VMP. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. $30 US, yeah. uh, which is, you know. Average. Yeah, yeah totally I, average. I think I went on there the other day and it's like thirty two ninety nine Canadian or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's so not bad. definitely not bad. Again, this is a limited one, so it's probably a little bit more expensive. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. I just have been listening to her over the last two years now and it's one that i will usually suggest to people if they're kind of like into that scene so sure. other people who maybe go out dancing or whatever like that I would recommend it yeah uh, or when i had people over uh, before we went to a work event uh, a couple weeks ago i would just put it on quietly in the background yeah because it's a really good album you can either just have quietly yes. as background music or you can turn it up and all of a sudden it's dance music uh, which is a hard balance to find with a lot of albums Yes, that actually is an interesting point because I thought about it and I was like, at a low volume, it sounds like music that you would play in a slightly upscale, like 
like restaurant mm. or like a place uh, like a bar that serves like fancy ass drinks mm-hmm. um and it's just like it's wispy and like ethereal enough that you're like you're not really paying attention to it and it's got a beat and you can kind of like like feel it out a little bit mm-hmm. but if you crank it up you're right you I, it does it has something you could sort of dance to i mean it's not yeah. the kind of dancing i do i don't really dance at it's all, it reminds me of like the whole time i was listening to it i had a music video in my head and it's like her just like looking depressed and like slowly dancing melancholily or whatever. I don't even know if melancholily is a word, but basically, <laughs> like, you know, she looks all sad and depressed and she's just like dancing. It's kind of slow. I'm sure she does that while she's DJing. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I had a very strong image of that in my like the whole time, basically every track. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to it with headphones on with it cranked. And so I oh, got the dance okay. vibe like the whole time. The, the only way I listen to it, I listen to it on my stereo. Yeah. My speakers, if it's not like through my receiver uh-huh. and it's just my computer speakers, they suck. So I listen to most things on my headphones yeah. unless I'm listening to it. You know those tower speakers I've got on my living room. Oh yeah. Room. They're sick. Yeah. They sound, it sounds pretty good. And like, and this is like listening off Spotify cause I don't have the album like Bell does. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sounded pretty good on those ones but they have two woofers in each speaker so yeah. like it was it was kind of pounding them so i kind of had to turn them down so i didn't get a noise one complaint. note i made on a few tracks was i could go driving to this mm-hmm. i thought sure. I, I thought it was really good driving music it does a lot remind of the time. me of music and gran turismo yeah it reminds me of old video <laughs> yeah. game music quite a bit yeah, like so, um, yeah, so menu music and gt yeah totally what are those namco games the drifting I, ones uh, um, uh ridge racer ridge racer yeah yeah totally that's that's exactly what it reminded me of uh, alongside the blitzball stuff yeah i have that note down as well where it's like this is very ps2 totally. like early 2000s music yeah yeah uh, but yeah this is one i remember I told Jamie, I'm like, I'm expecting a record. And like, because I get stuff shipped oh, to the office. Oh, is that the one And it like shows up and I open it and I go, yes, this is my next choice. Like, because this only just came out uh, a couple months ago. Uh, oh, cool. Is this when you were on, coming back from vacation? Yeah. Yeah. And okay, I was, okay. I was yeah. stoked. I like, before leaving on vacation, I dropped by the office to like pick up this record before you, you I went back. You got another one the other day. Did Jeff give it to you? I sure did. Okay, cool. That was uh, Kendrick Lamar. Oh. oh nice. Mr. Morale. Oh, uh, they they had it in stock at the. Yeah, this was another limited one. Oh, okay. Because uh, I like just throwing away money. I guess. I, yeah. yeah. I got to get the limited one, even <laughs> though it sounds the same, if not worse, than just a black one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. That's the one with the crown of thorns. He's wearing the crown of thorns, right? He's got his child in his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they had it in stock uh, the other day at Elevated, which is up the street. Well, enough free clout. Um, Editor, blur, blur that. Blur that. <laughs> <laughs> They're very nice couple that own a local business yeah. so i like i patronize them um well should we listen to it one more time absolutely we, let's do it before we talk about it heck yeah i thought we were talking about it in depth oh oh, oh, oh. even more in depth when the sweaty walls are banging i don't f- with family planning make it rain girl make it rain 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 Yeah, that was EP1 and EP2. Well, EP2 and EP1, It's weird. Yeah, it's weird that two is first, but like I said, it makes so much sense. And are they, is it like a short enough EP that um, 
like it just, doesn't bleed over yeah it doesn't bleed over or anything yeah. mm-hmm. uh i like that they did that because i think yeah like we've all agreed on two is just yeah and i think they're, yeah. they're very point. similar lengths too i think ep2 yeah. is 18 like and one's 19 yeah. yeah that was one thing i i didn't mind most of the track lengths there's yeah. like one song that's five and a half minutes or something and i was like okay this could have ended but most of them are about three three and a half minutes um they don't overstay their welcome and except for the five minute one except for the five minute one which yeah yeah we'll talk about more on that one (laughs) but it starts with feelings change which is very like slow which i actually kind of like it's one of the few like actual slow slow songs i I wrote interestingly slow start to ep2 i I had an observation about ep are we talking about we gotta do it in order i was gonna i was gonna say that um about this the number of singles so there's only five tracks on both of them they both both albums that had four singles released so it's like she knew that one of them was a bad song mm. or not not worth being a single i don't know well it makes sense for eps though eps are usually it's like, pretty much a collection of singles anyway yeah, yeah basically yeah, of, yeah that's a good point anyway um but yeah it's know. interesting for feelings change because yeah it's a lot slower than the other ones but it kind of set to the mood of the lyrics because even in the dancey ones they're okay. still very kind of introspective lyrics yeah. yep. uh, i translated the korean on some of them oh, it was cool. kind of hard to get translations but it's pretty much always like talking about Zen and the other side of things yeah. and everything like oh, that. So it like okay. really sets the tone lyrically of what is being talked about throughout what happens to be both of the EPs, even though this is obviously just right. the start of the first one. I believe Genius has the, like in the annotations. Oh, oh they have uh, the ones English I checked, Genius did not have anything. Oh, wow. I like clicked on it. It's like, you can add annotations. Well, I'm just going to Yeah. <laughs> but um, I kind of wish it was shorter because I just want to get to Rain Girl. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Rain a Girl huge is just change. so good. I want to yeah. get to Rain Girl, even though this is still a good song. It's her top single. Rain on Girl Spotify. is so good. It's yeah. so this one. I said that if I was just chilling in my living room, I wouldn't want to listen to this like at all. But mm. if I was like going out and drinking at a club or dancing or whatever, yeah, banger would be great. Yeah, I this was is good, like getting ready music, super great, having people yeah. over. It's just like on again. Yeah. It's it's the first one. That's fine. Again, it intros to everything. It's kind of like good in and out music. Yeah. This is like one of the ones I could see at a fancy restaurant, just sure. like vibing on. And it, and then like it would be one of those places where like as the night goes on, the music is progressively louder, and you're talk, trying to ask the bartender <laughs> for a drink, and it's just like, "What did you want?" And it's like, "I want a rum and coke." It's like Ryan Ginger, sure. <laughs> you're like, "What is happening?" I want a rain girl. Rain girl. Holy, rain what a girl. song! This song. Good. Yeah. <laughs> this song is. I mean, the, the lyrics make sense. It's hot. It's sweaty. It The walls are banging. Yeah. <laughs> I want to bop this in a club. I've always just listened oh, to it in my yeah. car, on headphones. On my, I listen to the song everywhere, but I want to hear it in an actual club. You know that dancing. YouTube thing where it's like, you're listening to the song, but you're in the bathroom at the club. <laughs> this would be a good one. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Let's not make... Like, Check out youtube.com slash vinyl verdict. We've ripped this song and made that video happen. Uh, I don't know what any of the lyrics mean, really. Sure. Or like if they're supposed to be anything more deeper than just what's on the surface of like, uh, again, like banging and things yeah. getting hot and sweaty and yeah, yeah. having vodka and things getting foggy. And yeah. you, you don't go to family planning. No, I don't think I, 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 yeah. so, I caught that line. I was like, okay. Yeah, which is, it's very interesting. I don't know if it's supposed to mean anything different than the way it sounds, but yeah. I don't really care. It's provocative. It gets yeah. me going. <laughs> and it's repetitive in a good way because, again, it's like a club song. If, you, if you're not yeah. a club, it's just repetitive. That, but. that was pretty much my only problem with it if I was just trying to, like, sit here and chill in my living room because I'm like, it's a little yeah. too repetitive. But if yeah. I was dancing to it. 
yeah. then it'd be yeah great perfect if yeah was, this is my favorite age if song. i was fucking obliterated it would be you <laughs> always are though so let's yeah. <laughs> it's a rare sober moment for me. <laughs> yeah no this is my favorite agey song other well maybe tied with the next song drink i'm sipping on the, yeah drink i'm sipping on is probably my other favorite as well um probably because she sings on it a lot mm-hmm. I, oh I, fair i, I yeah. like her singing voice and i wish she sang instead of talked like mm-hmm. a little bit more yeah the spoken word stuff is a little much after yeah. a while. Uh, i don't know what she's saying um again i, I actually don't think i even googled this one because again i didn't really care i just really liked it and again the english kind of right before the chorus and everything like that was enough to be like okay i read okay. an interview with her um talking about well both eps i guess at this point um and she said that she includes the um korean on there because as a kid she grew up in the united states and then moved back to korea mm. oh cool and her korean wasn't very good but when she was um living in the states she felt like she didn't fit in either because she didn't look like the other people she went to school with so that's why she splits the languages mm-hmm. um i thought that was kind of interesting yeah. and kind of sad at the same time that's yeah and i like it as well because i when i sing along to the song i sing the korean not knowing what it is i'm like yeah i have no idea it could be something awful and i'll never know but uh it is very catchy let's see what's after that we got after well after that's after that yeah, huh, so yeah. what's in a name right I, this I, one's the one i was like this is very like ps2 game music or early true. 2000s uh, yeah. it's very surreal I felt myself kind of getting lost in the weird bleeps and bloops. I didn't like those. It's not super strong, bloops. but that's my that's my main problem with it. I didn't like the weirdly pitched notes. They yeah. kind of seemed scattered and arbitrary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, but I like her singing again, um, and otherwise I like it. It's just those notes kind of killed it for me a couple times. Yeah, it's nothing special. Yeah, and then passion fruit. Yeah, oh, so this ends a, this EP two. Is passion fruit a, a cover of a Drake song? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. I really like the piano. It's a banger. I like this one too. Yeah. Um, it like it is a good ending to this because I feel like it's kind of more relaxed and chill. They're still singing yep. and everything like that, uh-huh. but it's not yep. like heavy, heavy banging like the other ones. It kind of matches feelings change to kind of start and cap the the EP. Yeah. Oh, it's like a bookend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wrote the lyrics are cute and it's a nice track to end the album. Uh, my only problem though is I don't like the auto tune that gets on her voice. Hmm. Uh, during a bunch of the singing, I thought it was kind of unnecessary. But I've I don't it's very I don't of like its time. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just um, hate actually, it's still of its time because auto tune is still very. It's popular. still around. Yeah. yeah, it's still a thing. Yeah, no, I like it. It's very uh, like trance like for me. And again, yep, it's just nice to get lost in it and just bop your head. Man, I wonder in thirty years, like like some of the albums I bring are well over thirty years old. Yeah, and we say that they're of a time. I wonder if uh, we'll say something about that. Oh, totally, like, yeah. It's these course. albums being of a yeah. time. In the future, it'll be... In the, the future, there will be robots. Laser kazoo will be the primary instrument. And we'll look back at physical instruments and be like, cringe. I can't believe they played guitar when they didn't They didn't have the laser kazoo. <laughs> Why couldn't they just hook themselves up to a computer that made noises based on Why their they didn't put a prompt. Waves. They didn't put a prompt into Dolly and get a song. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cringe. <laughs> I, I find it weird. Like I was playing cyberpunk and I was like, the music sounds too much like the music that we would listen to yeah. now. Why doesn't kind it of. sound like future music? Been robot awful. People. They should well, just made awful music and been like, well, yeah. that's what they listen to. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's just been that's like all the time. Well, it's oh, not that far in the future, right? It's only 50 years. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was fine. 
And like the initial part, well, we don't need to talk about the game. Yeah, but. sure. <laughs> EP1. EP1. The weaker album, not, or EP, not awful. No. Definitely weaker. I feel yeah. like it's a lot more repetitive uh, so, yes. than others, the other side. The the two albums as a compilation were listed as number 50 on the top 50 albums of 2017. They made the by list. Pitchfork. Yeah, so they they combined them together. They didn't put them as two separate albums. Impressive, because like that's the first thing she Pit- released. Pitchfork hates everything. Pitchfork is a music publication that hates music, um, but they liked AG enough to put it yeah, on. Yeah, uh, so both of them 50. were rated at seven point one out of ten, which wow. is basically a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> for any normal person. <laughs> wow. Well, so. this side doesn't get a hundred for me. No, I do like Noon Side. Uh, I tried to translate this one, and it's I think it means. Yen is the other side, so it's again like very relaxing. Feels kind of like menu music or something like that. It just kind of yeah. goes on. It's head boppy, but nothing special. It's not a bop like the Wii Shop music, though. No, no I, I wish. I like the backing track, and I think it could be in a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not crazy about the vocals, especially when she just starts repeating herself about a third of the way in. Yes, mm-hmm. the repetition. Yeah, that was driving me nuts. It's a little nice, uh, nice little drop though when she's done. Um, yeah, this is because I listened to them in order the, the first time, and that's how I made my notes. Sure. And I was like, um, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm just not crazy about the vocals. Her voice is very, it's like too talky. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some parts about two thirds in where she's more singy, and this sounds way better, uh, but she just sounds bored otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about this one. I, I didn't. Uh, it's, you I didn't enjoy I EP1. Like, eh? Yeah, I didn't like EP1 yeah. at all. But <laughs> I especially didn't like the second to last track when we get to that. Yeah, moment. Jamie and I briefly discussed it at work one day. I know that's illegal. I know we're not supposed. It to. is illegal. First briefly, of all, that's exclusion. I don't. I wasn't included. Second <laughs> you of all, just that's you were out filming a video, so but um, we. I had only listened to the first EP, and I was like, "Oh God, I don't like mm-hmm. this." <laughs> that's okay. My yeah. top albums so far. Oh yeah, have been ones you guys don't like. Totally. So it's, yeah, it's okay. yeah. It's fine. Have they? Not as strongly as me. Like okay. George Clanton, you guys were like, it's okay. Yeah. Mac Miller, you're like, it's okay. Yeah. Ploof said he was, well, he said horrible things. I won't repeat. I didn't, go yeah, the, I didn't the, like the, Mac the cutting Miller. room floor of yeah. Mac Miller. Uh, subscribe Cl- to Patreon. I liked, <laughs> liked Clanton. Ploof rant. I liked Slide. I just didn't like the yeah. Mac Miller stuff that much. But yeah. New York 93, how did you feel about that one? I like the bass and how it kicks in at the start. And I would like to drive around to this song. This is one of this the ones very where I, I specified I'd like to drive to it, uh, either in a game or in real life. Mm. I love the echo that comes in on her voice that makes it almost sound like a round mm-hmm. uh, later oh, on. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that this could be in like the original Wipeout on PS1 or like Ridge Racer or something. Mm-hmm. Very much video game track. I For, like I like New York 93. I love trance music. I feel like that's yeah. maybe yeah. why I like oh, trance music. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. okay. And this one's fan. definitely like, ooh, it goes. The whispers kind of go between the left and right ear. Yeah. It's a little ASMR-y with this trance music, and it's just like, oh, it gets me going. And like you said, I want to drive and bop my head to For, this. Totally. For people at home i don't usually make written notes for any of the stuff i usually just they go can tell memory um <laughs> thank you um i actually made written notes for this whole album and then left it at home so i was actually wondering i'm yeah. like you said you wrote notes i don't see anything um, i kind of left in a hurry for no particular reason today yeah um, you're to show up 15 minutes early yeah i showed up 15 minutes i had to run an errand um but um i made notes on it and i did write nice things about new york 93 Cool. I think that is probably the standout <laughs> track from this album. Uh, I, I, side of the album I didn't like. I agree. Just looking at like the next three that we've got to talk about, <sighs> I definitely <sighs> New York '93 is the best of EP One in my opinion. Fair. Yeah. And yeah. I, I even like it more than some of EP Two. 
<laughs> I actually, oh. Yeah, I really like New oh. York 93. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't have a reaction like that. Yeah, Feel It Out kind of feels like a predecessor to Rain Girl. Like, it's good, but yes. it's just not as flushed out. That when This is the vocal thing. It feels like the words are just kind of falling out of yes. her mouth. Like, she's just talking, yes. and they're going. It's a good song. I like the line, is crazy, shit is yeagy. And I go, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah was, Every I time, I'm like, shit is crazy, shit is yeagy. Yeah. I'm like, hey. But yeah, <laughs> the words are just like, blah, 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 which doesn't yeah. do it for me. Uh, and it just makes me want to listen to Rain Girl or something else. Like, yeah. this is feels like it's trying to be uh yeah. and maybe it's just because that baseline is just hitting in a very, very similar way very yes. driving yeah. uh the synth on it makes it feel a bit darker mm-hmm. as uh, well yeah. um yeah the weird thing is sh- i think she sounds like mc chris sometimes <laughs> on this track i'll, I know that is. I'll play it's it's like uh, you don't want to know it's not a compliment it's, it's not a compliment no um, <laughs> damn but yeah, that's all I really have. I didn't enjoy the chorus that <laughs> much, but I, Chris. I like the beat. It, I've thought about that in forever. I know, right? Yeah. I'll, we'll listen later, and you'll. MC I think you'll see Chris. what I'm talking about. Yeah, pulling up deep cuts of bad things on the <laughs> internet. Yeah, MCP pants for uh, <laughs> for those who know. Um, Glop. There are four people laughing their ass off right now. <laughs> Two of them are in this room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey, shout out to all, everyone who listens to the podcast. So, like, we're, oh, we're, yeah, thanks. we're thrilled at uh, how many people have actually bothered to listen to Yeah, it. thanks yeah. for sending us tweets, too. It's Appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. A couple of people have actually tweeted at us. Oh, and the, um, the one group. Uh, yeah, J- Jazz uh, Jazz Oh, yeah, Bastard. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super cool. I'm glad they listened to it. I'm sorry yeah. we didn't like the album as much. I as love it. I know. Immediately, I was like, I, I wish it. I gave it a higher rating. <laughs> <laughs> I know they were listening, but hey, they like Ploof. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. And I like Guap, even though y'all don't like Guap. Guap sucks. I don't know what Guap is, but it's something. This is a flex song, so I didn't know what Guap meant. It means lots of money. So they're like, they're talking about Beamers, Grey Goose, having money, VIP sections of the club, and the vibe is immaculate. But this is a long song. Yes. And it's, again, I like trance, but this is a lot of just like the same thing. Yes, it is. All black from head to toe. All black from head to toe. All black for, like, for a Christine. big section of the song. I'm like, okay. I would have been very okay if it had just ended at like three and a half minutes. Yeah. There's even a really good stop, uh, like stopping point for it. Yeah. And yeah they could have easily trimmed it off. It just keeps going. For like a minute and a half. Oh, God. It's five man. minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah, they could have easily cut a minute plus off. They could have cut the whole song out. I, <laughs> oh. I don't know about that. This is one of the most popular of EP1. Really? really? With 7.6 million listens compared to the closest one is Feel It Out with 5.9 million. Oh, I feel like the bass is too much and I wasn't crazy about the weird synth or it, whatever um, that comes in around 220. It didn't play nice with my speakers. I'll tell really? You yeah, it kind of blew them out. Like, you know, when, like, you get to a point where, like, the bass is yeah, too much for a set of speakers. Kind of, yeah, yeah, it was clipping, yeah. Hmm. I like the constant note that's playing in the background that changes a little bit yeah, later on. like it's the tone shifts a little bit. pretty constant, yeah. but then it does, like, a doo-doo-doo or something. I can't remember the exact yeah. one, but it changes a couple times later. Um, so I thought it was okay. But, yeah, I kind of agree with Jamie. This is, like, one of the tracks on the album that Could've I could just do without, yeah. yeah. I just like the word guap. Oh yeah, I like the, the word German "guap." Whip. I thought I thought Coming it was yeah, I heard it was a food item. Yeah, yeah, the German whip part. I like that part. Coton mold guap. Yeah, I was like hell yeah, catchy. <laughs> I didn't like "Full of It" though. I'll tell you that much. No, so it ends with "Full of It," right. which is the most unique song on the album. That's a word for it. I don't like it. Okay. I, th- I feel like it'd be good live. Oh, like, I feel okay. like watching sure. someone perform this maybe, maybe would be different, but like maybe. The alarm clock like sound for yeah, something I'm like the uh, buzzing, the buzz beat, and then the like it's just more of the same thumping bass with her kind of droning chant. 
uh, I really that's a good way to s- describe it. It's droning. Yeah. yeah, I really didn't like Full of It. That's easily my least favorite track on the, across both albums. Oh, really? Yeah, I like the drum line that comes in around two minutes. It's like okay, thump, thump, and I'm like, I like sure. that. But yeah, the blaring sound. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Again, maybe live it'd feel different because it has more room to like move. Mm-hmm. But just over trampling over top of these other sounds, I was like, I don't. It doesn't do it for me. It's definitely my least song, least, mm-hmm. least favorite song on the whole album. But it for me, it doesn't mean much because I like every other song on the album. Sure. So like, it's still not a zero. I'd probably give it a six and a half out of ten. Oh yeah, there's uh, no the zero the, on the album. The just... least favorite on the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I think that's important. Uh, we bring up like if Ploof and I don't like Bell's pick, or I don't or like vice versa. Yeah, yeah, Bell, Ploof's pick or whatever. I don't think the album is zero. It's just it's an album. Other I than Rejo- Joyce uh, rappers rapping, get that is a zero. Ooh. Uh, no, <laughs> harsh but fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those. It, like it's not. It's not for me. It's, it doesn't mean it's a terrible album. Someone out there obviously enjoys it. So. Yeah. And that person is Ploof or Bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. so overall, what do you guys think? What's your, your final thoughts on this one? Um, overall, I think it's fine and a good late night club or cruising around music. Mm-hmm. It's not really for me personally. Mm-mm. And I just can't get into the way she talks or almost slowly chants a lot of the time. Uh, like I said, a f- couple times she just sounds bored. For me, so I had I kind of struggled to rate this one. Um, I think if it's combined, like the whole thing together, EP one and two, I give it like a six and a half. Uh, I think EP one really drags it down, though. If it was just EP two, it's probably like a seven or a seven point five. Like I do like EP two a fair amount, probably not enough to go buy it for me personally. Mm. But if I was like out uh, dancing or, or partying or whatever, and someone threw tracks on from EP two, I would I would enjoy it, okay. and I would have a good time dancing around to it and stuff. So, I yeah, I agree with. Ploof. Ploof's probably said it more articulately than I was going to say it. Um, yeah, it's not It's not for me. Um, I appreciate um, that it improves on EP2. It, oh, it yeah. is actually, is it a market improvement yeah. over um, EP1? I'm glad that both of you agreed because I um, was worried you're going to be like, oh, no, EP1's way better. But it is definitely not something I would purchase from myself that's true of a lot of the stuff oh like, yeah like you like the best and yeah. like that's never something i would ever buy yeah sure um, <laughs> every episode we have to mention the bets <laughs> it's like without <laughs> fail the bets comes up they that, love that, the free advertising yeah that's a definitely like that's the only album that i would be like that album like that go to the bets.com slash vinyl verdict um but like yeah no like I, I I agree with what Ploof said about it like if someone put it on I would not be like turn that shit on this shit sucks he like, says would, it a lot too so that's yeah actually really I, like I wouldn't say that about that like I wouldn't have like a visceral reaction to it what would you get out of a thirteen what's your one out of thirteen probably like a, like a seven and a half it's like that's basically a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, it's almost like you should just switch to a ten scale. No, that's crazy. Thirteen, yeah. thirteen is my. I mean, scale. I can't say anything. I don't use a ten scale. So, what yeah. <laughs> was your scale? Is it a B? Well, uh, I don't. Get, well, I use the top. How long has it been since we recorded that you don't remember? That I, I just remember. do Top Gear. James we had a busy. Old. We had a busy August. James getting old. Yeah. Uh, my vinyl verdict. I love this album. Easily one of my favorites, and it's the one that usually sits in my record players. It's good for almost any company. Like I said, you can bump it loud for party, put it on low just for a vibey romantic setting or whatever like that. Just as passive music. I don't have a ton of complaints. I do wish there was maybe a little bit more variety, but with these being pretty much AJ's first 10 songs yeah. she's released, it's a pretty incredible start to her career. Uh, and you can see a ton of growth. She released an actual album slash mixtape uh, called What We Drew. 
and you can see a lot of growth. It's like she took cool. a lot of the maybe the feedback from these and made it better. Like it's more fleshed out. They're singing. There's uh, like more dynamic in each song. Like each song is more dynamic, which is really cool. So it's really interesting to see these first two EPs. And like I said, even just the growth between one and two is pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't know if they were made at the same time and. It just happens to be that EP2, EP2 is so much better, but it feels like there was actual growth between EP1 and EP2, so I don't know uh, if she was just able to churn something out that quick, but I love this album. It, not as quite as much as the experienced and legendary George Clanton. I wasn't... Even now, I'm like looking at my list. I think I'm going to put it above Leanne Havas. so this will be the third spot underneath Swimming in Circles and George Clanton's slide because of the record itself. Like I really it like nice. the cover, the record, the poster... Though I think I maybe would listen to Leon Le Havas more often, uh, just because it fits more company better. I do like this record better. It didn't have a paper sticker on it from saying "Made in Germany." Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I will about never that. let that go. Uh, I can't wait for more Yeji. I hope she releases more soon. It's been a couple of years since the last album, and I think even the last single she released was in 2021. And I hope she performs somewhere on the oh, West and Coast. You can go see him. Yeah. I will travel yeah. if you're going to California. I would consider going, going down to, to see it because I, I love it. I go see her live. Yeah. I think she'd sure. be I think a good live it. show. Yeah, had some drinks and there, stuff. Right? Yeah. So shout out Yeji, a great album. Next week it's Jamie's pick. Jamie, what are we listening to? We're listening to Paul's Boutique, the second album from the Beastie Boys. Oh, uh, it's actually not the Beastie Boys. It's uh, like Gorillas. You want to add the in front, but it's just Beastie Boys. <laughs> Beastie Boys. <laughs> I just call them the boys. The BBs. I don't do that. No, the I'm boys kidding. is a show know, on HBO. I know, I know. Uh, Amazon Prime, actually. Amazon Prime, excuse me. <laughs> this guy's getting his streaming services scrambled. Oh, God. <laughs> well, speaking of scrambled, it's time for us to scramble. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.